You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Perron is in left. Henry, tight end motions left. From the eye, Jones, hand off to Harris, runs it left to the goal line. Swarmed under. Touchdown, Patriots! Good drive. Good drive, offense. The Patriots actually down at that point, but they even it up with that Damian Harris one-yard touchdown run to make it 7-7. Just one rushing touchdown for the Patriots today. Verizon teaming up with Damian Harris of the New England Patriots for rushing to help first responders this season to honor New England's first responders. Nominate your first responder now on the contest page at 985thesportshub.com. Sean's Patriots postgame show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal as the Patriots defeat the L.A. Chargers 27-24, to now 4-4 four and four on the season. Uh, their biggest win, best win in... Maybe a couple of seasons, at least in terms of a win on the road. Would you agree, Greg? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I I think you would have to definitely put the Ravens game at home last year in the rain, um, even though the elements and also the Ravens center had a lot to do with that game. Um, yeah, I thought this was um, an excellent victory by the Patriots. Um, it gives them a chance to keep building their confidence. And, you know, you look at, you know how the schedule lines up and you think that they could go on a little run here but they got to they got to keep stacking success and um they can't start feeling good about themselves they have to they have to keep grinding each week and see what happens in the end yeah greg last week they dropped 54 on the jets and it's like all right yeah it's the jets but they did follow up uh, with a good performance today and they got to give credit to their defense uh what did you see the defense do to distract herbert um, in this game, it's now back-to-back years where you know they've kind of held him in check, only you know under 300 yards again today. What did you see from the defense? Yeah, I saw Joe. I saw a lot of um, you know what's typical of New England, and um, and watching his tape against the Ravens, where they lost, I think 24 or 34 to six uh, before their bye week. So this is now two uh, successive uh, underwhelming performances from Justin Herbert, and I think you know there's a theme there that. Uh, the Ravens are very similar to the Patriots in that they, you know, they have an experienced coordinator in Wink Martindale, uh, experienced secondary, and just shifting the looks um, all the time. And I thought Herbert had a lot taking away like what Herbert really likes to do. Um, the Ravens did a really good job, and I think the Patriots followed suit. In uh, Herbert loves these little slant passes in the middle of the field, and. Um, it, it, it did not happen very often today. I mean, the defense got off to a bit of a rough start, but then they settled down. Uh, I think that, uh, when you look at both of these quarterbacks, they finished actually with 
the exact same stats. And I think it's fitting considering that both coordinators, Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers, brought his system with him. Both of them do a really good job of mixing up looks pre-snap and post-snap to, you know, at least at least make the quarterback second guess himself. And when you're talking about young quarterbacks who don't have a lot of experience, that can really fool with them if they can't get into a rhythm. And I thought that happened to both quarterbacks today. Yeah, so I get the impression you weren't all that impressed with Mac Jones' performance. No. No, I mean, look, he struggled. Um, there's no question about that. He admitted that in the post game. Um, he missed some things. This was the first time when he went through that stretch uh, right around the end of the half into the second half where he was something like two of his last 13 or something like that. And there were throws to be made there, and, I, and, I, and I'm sure on film there were some issues with routes and things like that with his receivers, but I think that uh, Mac, for the first time in his career, in my opinion, got sped up in this game. Um, and you, and you, I've used that term a lot over the years, even with Tom Brady at times. I mean, it happens when you know a pocket quarterback who is reliant on winning before the snap and leading that to winning after the snap. When they start getting different looks, and also Mac was getting a lot of pressure, uh, you combine that, and he was he was out of his element in this game. He was not comfortable really ever in this game. He did make some you know big throws to clinch the game there uh, at the end, so give him credit. And, and it, you know, I'm not saying it was a bad performance. It was just one of those when you go up against a well-coordinated defense, uh, sometimes you're going to have these, and you just hope that you come out on the winning side at the end of it, and he and the Patriots did. And so, you know, I give them credit for grinding out this win, but he'll he'll definitely learn from this because there will be teams down the road that will look to sort of do the same thing. Yeah, and just the most impressive thing for me today was – Seven play, fifty-five yard drive took seven minutes off the clock. You know, it's midway through the fourth quarter. Set up that field goal there. I mean, you know, this, the team won the game despite Mac Jones not playing well, and that's not something we can we could really say that's happened this year. Yeah, I, I thought Joe. I thought overall, to me, the theme in this game was basically the quarterbacks and the defenses canceled out each other. I mean, I mean, really, it came down it, it came down to. When you eliminate the the, the quarterbacks, and it, and it was dicey there early. I mean, early on, it looked like it was going to be an AFL game, something like forty five forty. Yeah. But the but the defense has settled down, and then the you know, really, it came down to the turnovers. And the Patriots had one. Kendrick Bourne took three points off the board with that fumble. Uh, Justin Herbert threw two interceptions, and it resulted in ten points, and that was the difference in the game. And I mean, I think. Overall, the quarterbacks canceled each other out. So then it was down to running game, protection, you know, defense, special teams. The Patriots had a huge edge. I don't even know why the Chargers even bother punting balls and bounds because they obviously can't cover. Uh, so I thought, you know, once, once sort of Jones and Herbert, uh, negated each other, I thought it came down to who is the better overall team. And, and, uh, that was the Patriots and their ability to cash in on the mistakes. You know how sensitive some of these Patriots fans can be, Greg. And I used, uh, Scott Zolak's words because he said it at the end of regulation as it was wrapping up, uh, kind of same old Chargers in a lot of ways. And you talk about, you know, how they were on some of the coverage on special teams. Like, I don't know how you can't look at this and say, look, it was a great Patriot win. But in a lot of ways, same old Chargers, right? Yeah. I mean, you can, both can be true. I know it can't be for, certain people in this fan base but 
the same can be true. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but you know, watching that game, I'm just I came away thinking like the Chargers aren't ready yet. They're not they're not ready to play this type of mature, physical, don't make mistakes that type of you have to look eye to eye with the other opponent and, and and see who's gonna grind this thing out. And I, I just don't think the Chargers, you know, give Brandon Staley a, a lot of credit. Came in as a first year coach. I think he is turning the tide. I think they are a better team. But uh I, I, I think that this team uh is not quite ready. They're a year or two away from sort of losing their Charger label. But right now they still have it. They, when push comes to shove, if if you get in a tussle with them, if you get into a, a boxing match with them, if you're an experienced team and you've been there before, you feel like they're going to fold at some point. All right, more with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to join us? Six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show. Uh, when I ask Greg though, coming up about some of the coaching decisions, some of the play calling on the Patriots' behalf in the first half and how they handled the timeouts in the second half as well. We'll get to all that coming up here as the Patriots defeat the Chargers 27-24 on the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports of Patriots Radio Network. If you own a home, do yourself a favor. Call Devlin Solar to eliminate your electrical bill and provide backup power through a blackout. To see if your home qualifies for solar, call 800-818-5641. That's 800-818-5641 or visit devlinsolar.com. Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. New England Patriots Captain Matthew Slater for Ad Care. My first experience with addiction was actually with a family member. I was very young at the time. I didn't really understand, but I knew that it really rocked my family to the core. Thank God that family member got the help that they needed. Sometimes you get yourself backed into a corner and feel like you've got to do it alone. But I think it's important for those people that are in that situation right now in their lives to understand they don't have to do it alone. You know, you can make it through this. You can get back on track. Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com. Add one very important thing to your next shopping trip to Shaw's. A flu shot. It's free with most insurance, and you can even save 10% off your next grocery purchase, up to $200. Walk-ins are welcome at the Shaw's Pharmacy or schedule an appointment today at shaws.com slash flu. So get a free flu shot and stay healthy. No copay unless required by your plan. Some restrictions apply. Visit your friendly Shaw's pharmacist for complete details. Is it me or has everything gone extreme lately? Extreme sports, extreme home makeovers, and scarily extreme weather events. Wildfires, flash floods, tornadoes. The best way to protect yourself? Extremely good insurance. Talk to an independent agent about safety insurance. Because if you only pay for what you need, hurricane destroyed 45 homes in the area. you may end up needing to downsize. Safety insurance will help you manage life storms. Tailgate season is upon us, New England. And that means you're going to want the ultimate vehicle for all the game day action. Well, look no further than the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot. Rugged, dependable, and practically endless cargo room to load up all the supplies you'll need to last you from the preseason to the playoffs, all the way to that glorious duck boat parade in February. Gear up for game day with the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot at your local New England Honda dealers. Around here, we Honda. The game is on. Big watch party on the couch. Everyone needs more snacks from 7-Eleven. So what's the play here? Use code DELIVERY for $15 off your first 7-Eleven delivery order. You'll be the MVP of football watching without moving a yard. And your prize shall be all of the wings. 7-Eleven, take it to 11. 
Offer ends 11-221 with promo code on first order for new customers. $25 minimum limit one time use per customer. Plus tax and fees. Limited delivery area. C7 now app for terms. Hey, it's Chase Winovich. On game days, we always have a game plan to accomplish our goals. What's your game plan to add real dairy into all four quarters of your day? Dairy fuels you for whatever comes your way. Real life needs real dairy. Visit NewEnglandDairy.com backslash game day to learn more. Mass General Brigham. Sports medicine care driven by research and determination. Top specialists who understand your athletic dreams, goals, and the need to get back to them. Mass General Brigham. Together, we'll write your comeback story. Live only happens once. For concert tickets, tour information, and all things live music, visit LiveNation.com. Hi, this is Bob Sosie, voice of New England football and a longtime broadcaster of Navy football. I'm here with a wonderful way to support our veterans and save on auto insurance. My friends at Clear Path for Veterans are working with Safety Insurance to help veterans at their resource center in Devons, Massachusetts. As a safety policyholder, you can help too by making a tax-deductible $50 donation to Clear Path. And in return, you'll earn a 5% discount on your Safety Massachusetts personal automobile insurance premium. Say thanks to those who serve and get rewarded at Safety for vets.com. Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug, and tea proudly. Everything Boston Sports, a sports hub. Drops back again with time. He pumps. He resets. He throws. The pass is kicked and intercepted. It's picked off across the 50, 45 to the 41-yard line by former Charger Adrian Phillips. Horrible, horrible decision by Herbert. He had the underneath drag open against zone. He got greedy, forced it to the next level. It gets tipped. Phillips is in the right spot. Now you got to make him pay. And I swear, when I saw him, like, double clutch before the ball even came out while watching it with my wife, I said, this is an interception. And sure enough, it was. That was the first interception by Adrian Phillips on the day. Video Bank and J.C. Jackson teaming up for Be a Champion for a Child to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. New England's defense forcing three turnovers today. So Video Bank donating $3,000 to help at-risk children. They've donated $13,000 so far this season. A Video Bank, honest to goodness, member FDIC, member DIF. Patriots defeat the Chargers 27-24 today. This is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. All right, Greg, let's talk. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on some of the uh, the negative from this game today. Because, again, great win, good win, but not all perfect. Uh, let's start Come with on, some- Murray. <laughs> Why you got to be so negative? Let's start with some of the play calling in the first half, particularly, you know, second yeah. and one, goal line, uh, you know, the fourth down play, the the end zone fade. I hate an end zone fade. I'm biased about that any, anyway, no matter who the quarterback is. But some of that play calling you saw in that first half. Yeah, I think the one that stands out to me is the end zone fade. I mean, I'm. I hate that anyways. I mean, the only way I'm calling that is if I if I have an elite quarterback and I have a wide receiver who's about 6 foot 5 against a 5-10 cornerback and um look, I understand that I understand why Mac Jones threw the pass. That's the way, you know, the formation led him and also the coverage and but you know, sometimes common sense has to take over, and and I, Jacoby Myers is not the guy that I'm throwing an end zone fade to. I mean, he just look he he's really good at what he does, but he's not an outside the numbers type of guy. Go up and beat somebody, take away a ball. That's not 
you know, his deal. And so, uh, you know, I would have liked to have seen at least somebody else. I mean, I I don't even know who would be on this roster. I mean, you would think ideally it's Nikhil Harry, right. but um, he's not going to do that, even though, you know, he did have a tough catch today. So, you know, and he had one the week before. So maybe something's happening there. Um, Aguilar's really not that guy. Bourne's not that guy. It's tough. I mean, you, you got to go. You got to go to Hunter Henry in that situation and and dial up some sort of play. But yeah, I I understand. I mean, I, it's become a New England favorite pastime to beat up on the play calling around here, and and sometimes it is certainly warranted. I thought a couple spots today, yes, and I did. I thought it was very. Uh, I thought McDaniel's got a little bit pass happy at one point in the game where. Uh, and I think they reset at halftime. I think they realized what was going on, that Mac was sort of out, out of sorts. And, hey, let's get back to what we do well. Let's run the ball, some play action. Let's just make them a little bit more comfortable. And I thought that got a little bit better in the second half by that. But when a pocket quarterback gets sped up like Mac Jones did in this game, it's really hard to get them out of it. That's That's what I've learned over the years, even from watching Tom Brady. Just thinking with a few more negatives out of the Pats run defense, uh, wasn't great today. Uh, 20 rushes, 163 yards. We saw the 75-yarder from Jackson. Eckler gave them fits as well. Van Noy got caught chasing Eckler in one spot. Juwan Bentley in coverage is not good, uh, especially on Jared Cook, and even Hightower at times. What What's with that second level? It seemed like early on that the, the, you know, the D-line was doing their job, but... Is this an age thing? Is it a personnel thing? It's just you know twenty one hundred and sixty three yards on the ground. Not uh, not good for this defense. Yeah, Joe. I think when I look at those plays, I saw sort of something different on all of those plays in terms of what was breaking down. I mean the the one that got to the outside. Um, you know, there was one that got around Kyle Duggar, and I think Jawan Williams was over there. And Kyle Duggar's got to be he's. He's the force guy. He's he's got to keep that inside, and he didn't get out there. And all of a sudden, they get on the edge. Uh, the big seventy, I think, it was the seventy-five yard run, uh, or at least on one of the runs. Dietrich Wise got moved against a double team, and that's that's sort of what you get with him. And it's why I've just I'm not a fan of him. If you think you need to stop the run, and maybe the Patriots just didn't think they were going to need to do that because the the Chargers really are a they throw the ball two thirds of the time uh, in in normal game situations and you know that was a calculated risk but you got to it, it seemed almost for a stretch there when the the Chargers were purposely running at Dietrich Wise because especially him lined up against the the left tackle and the left guard who are the best players on the offensive line the center's really good too the right side is terrible. But when Dietrich Wise was going up against those two guys on the left side, it was uh, it looked like a highway, and that's sort of been what's been going on here. You know, yes, the second second level is having issues, but normally uh, when the Patriots are having problems with the run defense, it's either on the edge, like Duggar, and, or them not not holding up against double team blocks. Six and a half minutes remaining in the second half. And the Patriots have no timeouts. And frankly, I thought it was because of straight-up stupidity. Um, what did you make of how that whole situation was handled? Yeah, it's it, you know it's been rough. Um, there's no question. That the, you know, you thought it got better against the Jets. Um, that seemed really buttoned down. Um, it looked to me that the Patriots put a lot into this game plan defensively. They seem to have a lot of, and I think Zoe even remarked about this during the telecast because uh, I had to get my daughter to 
trick-or-treating and stuff like that. So I was out at one point listening and uh, he was talking about like the wholesale changes basically. And, and a lot of times they were doing it in the red zone and it, it, you know, it, and I think it was causing issues, but look, it, once the players, I think got used to it, I thought they settled down a bit, but yeah, there's against a better team. Those type of mistakes are, are, are going to cost the Patriots, but that challenge, you think he just got like bad Intel, the one that, you know, had to have yeah holding on you know, seventy one I wanna, not seventy four yeah, I want to hope, hope that was I hope that was Matt Patricia in the coach's box that's what Joe said yeah excited yeah getting all excited that oh no we got a safety and this will give us the like when is that ever called and you know and and anybody who is watching could see that the holding call you know the the holding started like almost initially you know because Barmore and give him credit. He had another whale of a game. He was my top player last week. He was He'll awesome. probably be up there again. Yeah, I mean he is a he is a real force for them, and and they bail it. They basically held him like right off the snap, and so it's it, there's no continuation. I mean the hold the hold happens where it starts, and it started outside the end zone. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, Gino in Weymouth, uh, you're on here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show with Greg Bedard. Go ahead, Gino. Hey, how we doing, guys? So, um. One thing that I am really, really curious to see is if and when Trent Brown comes back, how is he going to fit into this offensive line unit? Because I feel as though ever since we've moved Ted Karras to uh, left guard and on Wenu to right tackle, I feel as though we've finally gotten some continuity. We've finally gotten some uh, good runs. And it kind of started out shaky there at the beginning. So obviously you can't not play Brown if he comes back because you're paying him a decent chunk of money. And on Wenu, I don't feel as though he's – lost his job due to uh, play, and he doesn't deserve to be moved. So I'm really curious as to how that, this will all play out. So thank you, guys. G- yeah, Gino makes an excellent point. Um, you know, it's all valid. I think that there are a couple things in play with that. I think he's absolutely right that the offensive line has been better with this alignment, with Karras at left guard, Awenu at right tackle. Not that Awenu was bad at left guard, but – uh, and, and this is the way it's been described to me by offensive line coaches over the years is that, you know, guard is not for, for everybody because things happen really fast inside compared to the outside where I remember one offensive line coach, I forget who it was, but he was just like, you know, we were talking about it and he's like, playing tackles easy. He's like, you know, he, and he's just like standing there and he's like points across and he's like, I got that guy. I'm <laughs> blocking that guy. That's all it is really. I mean, it's, you know, where inside you got twists and stunts and this and that. And so it's not for everybody. I mean, you guys probably remember when Marcus Cannon, you know, he was rough at tackle to start. So they moved him inside because he, he looks like a guard, but he got in there and he was a complete disaster at guard. So then they moved him out to right tackle and it turns he, he was fine there. And I think that's been at play with Owenu, even though I think Owenu is a much better guard than Cannon ever was. But, uh, first of all, about Trent Brown. I don't know how much he's on their radar at this point, or at least they're like, we're going to put it off for a while. I think they just want him to get right um, because he hasn't been, and there's no these half measures are not working, so I think they just shelved him for a while, and let's see what happens, and we'll deal with that when it comes to it. When he does eventually come back, I think you absolutely have to look at putting him at left tackle, um, considering what... Isaiah Wynn has done. But here's the other thing, guys, and I don't know how you feel about it. The Patriots, before the offseason, gave him his fifth-year option. And so you're paying him good coin for next year. 
Are you okay with doing that for a guard? Are they going to be okay with doing that for a guard? I, I don't know. I have a feeling they might at least initially go back to their initial alignment, what they worked on all in training camp. Um, you know, cause they made that decision for a reason. I think they at least look at that when Trent Brown comes back and then they might move off it. All right, one more segment to go with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal with your phone calls at 617-779-0985. Joe Murray is going to get you caught up with the latest in headlines here. First, though, let's pause for station identification on the safety insurance. 98.5 of Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Boston, this is Boston's most listened to sports station. Boston's home for sports. 98.5 Sports Hub. A Beasley Media Group station. Sports Hub Headlines. Patriots now 4-4 four and four on the season. They got a 27-24 win over the Chargers. They got two interceptions from Adrian Phillips. One of them was returned for a touchdown. Damian Harris had a rushing TD in this one as well. Nick Folk 4-4 four for four from field goal range today. And again, the Patriots 4-4. Four and four. They'll play the Carolina Panthers next week. Taking a look at your NFL scoreboard. Right now it's the Vikings 7-zip. Over the Cowboys in the second quarter, Dak Prescott, inactive Cooper Rush, is your QB. The Panthers got a 19-13 win over the Falcons. Bills 26-11 over the Dolphins. 49ers 33-22 over the Bears. Steelers 15, Browns 10. Eagles 44, Lions 6. Titans get a 34-31 win over the Colts. Jets, they upset the Bengals 34-31. Rams 38, Texans 22. Seahawks 31-7 over the Jags. Broncos get a win 17-10 over Washington. And the Saints take down the Bucks. 36 to 27 Monday Night Football. It features the Chiefs hosting the Giants. Game five of the World Series underway right now. Houston has a 4 2 lead. Uh, Houston did get a, uh, sorry, uh, Atlanta, excuse me. Atlanta has a 4 2 lead. Uh, they got a, a grand slam from Adam Duvall in the uh, in the first inning of that one uh, as well. Now, headlines they are brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They want to prepare your car for fall travel. You can stay in your car, no appointments ever needed. You can visit GetAnOilChange.com for a 15-minute oil change and coupon. I'm Joe Murray. More postgame after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports on Patriots Radio Network. Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. Credit Union's Kids at Heart is donating $50,000 toward clinical trials that will lead to safer and more effective treatments for children with this life-threatening disease. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The first ounce to fight pediatric brain cancer campaign is generously supported by Hanscom Federal Credit Union and Merrimack Valley Credit Union. Football means cold weather is on the way. Peerless Boilers wants you to be ready for the heating season ahead by replacing your old inefficient boiler with a brand new high efficiency Peerless Boiler. Find out how comfort begins with a Peerless Boiler at PeerlessBoilers.com and find a friendly dealer near you. And remember, Peerless Boilers, America's best built boilers. Shaw's is making shopping and saving easier than ever. Just For You is now Shaw's For You. It's everything you love about Just For You with all new deals, rewards, and perks. Download the Shaw's Deals and Delivery app or simply update your existing mobile app to see your all-new, all-awesome perks. Visit Shaw's.com slash for you for program details. After all that time cooped up, road trips are back. We're all eager to reconnect with loved ones, explore new locales, and put staycations on our rearview mirrors. Before your next trip, take a short drive over to your local independent insurance agent and ask about safety insurance. They'll make sure your coverage is up to speed and probably show you a few ways we can save you money, too. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms. When you run a business, setbacks change everything. And online, they happen fast. With your Comcast Business Internet, you can stay ahead. 
And now it comes with Security Edge to make it even more secure. It helps keep your network safe with scans every 10 minutes. And unlike some cybersecurity options, this helps protect every device that's connected. Because when your information, your people, and your company have Security Edge, you can be ready for what's next. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Fast speeds and advanced security. Now together for $69.99 a month for 12 months with a three-year agreement from Comcast Business. Learn more about powerful connectivity and advanced cybersecurity solutions for your business. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today. Offer ends 1-3-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 100 megabits per second and Security Edge customers only. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Did you know the VA provides a clothing allowance for qualified veterans? Veterans' benefits are always changing, and we've got your back. The SITREP is a show by veterans for veterans that answers questions about VA disability, VA home loans, VA health care, and even ones you didn't know you had. Let's jump right into it. Are VA police real cops? Allow us the privilege of connecting you with the benefits you earned and deserve. Search hashtag the SITREP on YouTube and subscribe today. The NFL season is rolling along, but it's never too late to get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. This week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. New Hampshire listeners can also get skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code SPORTSHUB and get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes this week. That's promo code SPORTSHUB only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Matthew Slater here. Have you been trying to quit drugs or alcohol on your own, but it's too overwhelming and you give up? It only takes three to five days to detox and hit the reset button. Call AdCare at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit AdCare.com. Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. Nobody. Town Fair Tire. Moderna is hiring for senior roles in manufacturing and quality at their state-of-the-art technology center in Norwood, Mass. And some roles include a $10,000 sign-on bonus and relocation. Apply now at ModernaJobs.com. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-A Jobs.com. The only place to hear the game, the Sports Hub. Cardona snaps to Bailey. Folk drives the kick toward the uprights. And the kick is good. That's money. It's made twice from 48 to go with another from 24. And the Patriots have taken the lead. One of the four field goals from Nick Folk today, 38-yarder at the time to make it 16-14 New England, and the eventual Patriots win over the Chargers this season as part of their Apex Cares program. Apex Entertainment donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Like I said, Nick Folk today, uh, four for four with the field goals. He has been nails for this team. Uh, for two straight seasons now. This is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Final segment here with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and if you'd like to join us as well, 617-779-0985. But, uh, Greg, Joe's got a question about, uh, well, a big day coming up in the NFL and whether or not the Patriots are going to be involved here in the next couple of days. Well, I know you guys brought some names up on Felger and Maz this week, and uh, you you just mentioned maybe when if Trent Brown ever comes back left tackle, that could be a hole right there f- filled Uh if they were to be active at the deadline, what positions do you think that they would look at? 
There's only two spots, and first of all, Nick Folk, um, Chris Gasper is going to be insufferable this week with another four field goals from Nick Folk. He, he, I, I think MVP. he's contractually obligated. Yeah, I think he's contractually obligated to say he's the second best player on the Patriots like every week. But anyways, uh, trade deadline. There's only really two spots that I think they need to address or at least look to address, and that's um, slot receiver, if they can find one, a speedy slot receiver. Uh, somebody who can, you know, catch the ball and get open quickly and give Mac Jones something quickly. Cause, you know, one thing that is starting to get on my nerves and it happened again today, like on Hunter, when Mac Jones hit Hunter Henry in the legs today, um, this is now the second straight week. I think it's second. The other one was Jacoby Myers play. It might have been last week or the week before, but here's Mac Jones under pressure, free runners. And one time it was Jacoby Myers. This time it was Hunter Henry, where these guys are going out in their pass pattern like they're they're playing street ball football, where they're like they're setting up their move and then they're doing head fakes and things like that. Meanwhile, Mac Jones is about to get his head ripped off. Like, can somebody get into their route quickly and get open instead of you know trying to to act their way to, uh, you know past the the cornerback? And and so that's starting to get on my nerves. I. Look, they don't have a speedy slot receiver. They just don't. And and we know how important that is in this offense. That's something I would be looking for. Andy Isabella from UMass is with the Cardinals. He I don't think he's played one snap on offense this year with the Cardinals. He's behind the rookie Rondale Moore. He's never going to play there. Might be cheap. Uh he was a pretty high draft pick though. So that would be one guy I would look at. Uh and to me, if you can find some sort of professional cornerback to add to the mix, that's fine. But here's the thing, guys. If they add cornerback, we already know how bad the Stephon Gilmore trade looks already in the whole situation for the you know past year with Stephon uh, that led to that. I mean, it, it, they can't go and trade for a cornerback and give up more than what they got, the six-round pick. And so, you know, what are we talking about here? So I don't really – I tackle, they're not going to find a tackle. They have like $8 billion on the roster. They got to figure it out. And and outside of that, uh, I think they're good where they are. I don't want Deshaun Jackson. He's redundant to Nelson Aguilar. I don't want anything like that. Uh, the Patriots could have signed Deshaun Jackson for cheaper than Nelson Aguilar. They picked Aguilar. It's only halfway through the season. They're still figuring things out. So to me, slot receiver, a cornerback would be uh, on my list. Would they give up any capital? Um, and, and I'll just throw out a name. Would Deshaun Jackson ever be an interest for the team? <laughs> when hosts aren't listening, or unless I just said the wrong name. But oh. uh, Deshaun oh. Jackson. Is that what just happened? Okay, yeah. I was going to yeah. bring up another it's, it's okay. I, he, uh, no, I do not. I do not think he... I do not think he is a candidate for them. Um, they could have signed him in the offseason. Didn't. Um, he, to me, he's redundant to Aguilar. They play the same spot. Now, what's the trickle-down effect? Do you move Aguilar to the other side? What does that do to Bourne? What does that do to Myers? I just don't see it. Uh, the Patriots are you know, using, while they've gotten their mojo back here, they're using a lot of you know, Jakob Johnson in the backfield, two tight ends, Um they're not really going, you know, multiple wide receivers on the field, and so I, I don't really see that as a fit. You know, it's not as icy, or at least I'd like to think it's not, between the Jets and the Patriots anymore. I mean, they did trade Demarius Thomas to him a few years ago. Do you, do you yep. think there's any way they could find a willing partner with them and try to get Jamison Crowder, maybe bring Braxton Berrios back? 
Uh, yeah, it's possible, but I don't. A lot of times, Jim, when actually all the time, when the Patriots look to make a deal like this, they they need to win. they look at is is it an upgrade? Well, not only that, but is the guy really an upgrade? Is Braxton Berrios an upgrade over Gunnar Olszewski? Yeah. Is like the fifth wide receiver? To me, he's not. But maybe the Patriots feel differently. I mean, Crowder would be a guy that I would be interested in again. But you're, again, it's to me, it's you add a guy, and now there's a trickle down effect. And how does that affect things? Um, you know, if anybody, I love Jacoby Myers, but they really need a speedy slot receiver. That would help Mac Jones immensely. But I think the Patriots made their decision in terms of that when they decided to go. With the two tight ends. I think if Hunter Henry wasn't available after they signed Johnny Smith, maybe they would have gone that route. Maybe they would have had another receiver, but they're paying both those guys $12.5 million. That's the identity of their offense, not multiple wide receivers. Matt in Acton, you're next here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Um, so uh, I was thinking you should usually be asking like where the chick play was in a game this close and tough. But like as silly as it sounds, I gotta ask like, what does the lack of trick plays, especially you know when Mac was struggling, like mean about our offense? And seriously, like, why do we run these plays against the Jets and the like, and not against the Bolts that we need? Just uh, was trying to figure out these trick plays. I can't get it yet. Thanks, Matt. Greg. Um, good question, Matt. Um, I think a couple things are at play. Um, I think, you know, when you do call some trick plays, you look at the opponent and you think there's a, you have a high level of comfort that they're going to be successful. And I think when you look at the Jets, you don't see many guys who are going to blow up plays. Whereas with the Chargers, from Bosa to, you know, Kazir White, at linebacker, he might not be the greatest run linebacker, but the dude can fly. Derwin James, those type of guys. You look at guys like if we're not on point, it could get really ugly. So I think, I think they had a lot of confidence doing it in the Jets. It, it, it puts it on film for other teams to think about and at least prepare a little bit for. I think that was part of it. And I think the reason why they didn't do any of that tonight against the Chargers was because I think the Patriots realized they could push the Chargers around a little bit more. That they that they could out physical them and be mentally tougher and I I think the the end result really proved them right on that that front. All right, we'll uh, be joining uh, you'll be joining Felger and Maz for a well now not so big boy big boy Tuesday as you're on uh, awaken when he weight loss but uh, <laughs> exactly. a big one though for uh, for all of us because it is the NFL trade deadline on Tuesday afternoon so we will uh, talk to you at two p.m. on ninety eight five of Sports Up on Tuesday. Yeah, I want all sorts of good audio out of you, Jim, you know, coming in, you know, the countdowns. Oh, we'll have all that, of course. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't wait. All right, Greg, thanks for joining us. (laughs) See you guys. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. You want to join us uh, to talk about today's game? Have at it at 617-779-0985. It's the Patriots defeat Los Angeles Chargers 27-24. Now it's time to have path talk. Especially looking at this schedule, next two, three games, going to feel pretty good about this team as they're now 500-4-4 on the season. More coming up here in the Safety Insurance, 98.5 of Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network.